welcome to Blue in Full Color, where we live life in high definition. Now, we're debating whether that should be high definition or ultraviolet. Apparently, they're two separate things. Well, I'm thinking it's ultraviolet because that's the light spectrum, right, Zach? He's nodding his head for those who cannot <laughs> see or hear Zach. Okay, so we might have to say ultraviolet going forward just yeah. because truly... I was having a merch conversation, right? So, like, I'm a huge band mm. concert person, mm-hmm. so merch is, like, a real thing for me. Mm-hmm. And I was at a conference in Ohio, and they were talking about how you need merch for your retail center. Absolutely. Yes, as we were talking about mm-hmm. the cool merch that I do actually yeah. have. And so we were working on this merch, and they were like, well, what's your color scheme? I was like, oh, that's the beauty of this. We run a greenhouse. I can pick any color I want. And, I mean, yeah, so our base colors are pink and green, but mm-hmm. whatever. You know, pink green is an accent. You can do anything you want. Mm-hmm. We were just like, oh, pick a lane. I'm like, nah. Have Someone to. told you to pick a lane? Yeah. Well, I usually am the one who tells people to pick a lane. Oh, because um, I'd be like, I'm not going to tell Jennifer Moss to pick a lane. <laughs> you know, so I, this actually pairs very well into our topic today. <laughs> so like Refresh's brand, which yes. you guys is, it's orange yes. and it's blue. And you yes. accent in silver. And white. And white. Mm-hmm. And I'm seeing some gray occasionally. Mm-hmm. But yeah, truly, you guys have a brand. Mm-hmm. So do we. But mine's flexible. Yes. Mine has a lot more give. And I kind of like it that way. I don't I don't color in the lines. Yeah, I've tried to get pink. Ryan, orange and pink look really well together. Ryan won't let me do. Zach, don't give me that look. Ryan won't let me do pink. <laughs> I would love to wear pink. You know, I actually have gentlemen at my facility that will not wear pink as well. And they're prominent mm. members in the, and it's not my brother. Actually, I could put my brother in pink any day of the week and he'd be fine. Um, but no, they just won't wear pink or they'll wear, p- wear pink for like the two hours. I need them in pink. Mm. Immediately remove it and give it away. I'm like, seriously, every time I have to have you wear pink, I got to buy you a new one. Yeah, it's a thing. I hope the two people I'm talking about are going to watch this and be like, damn it. I'm that guy. Don't be that guy. (laughs) Okay. So something has come up in my life in this last three days Mm. that has been, I was just like, that's, that's it. That's the topic of the podcast. Fear. Mm. Okay. So to, to me, fear is a two prong thing, right? Okay. Usually what you're scared of, you try to control, right? Yes. Okay. Control. I'm a recovering control freak. Current I'm control? still an AA for a control freak. <laughs> control freaks anonymous. <laughs> yeah. Right here. <laughs> so why do you try to control things? Probably if, uh, if there's a deep down fear that I need to control things. You're trying somewhere. to mitigate variables that oh. create something that scares you, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. You're trying to literally control your environment from the things that you're scared of because everything comes down to fear. Anxiety, anger, um, aversion to things, mm-hmm. um, Trying to avoid things. Avoidance is a thing. Uh, procrastination is fear. Like, oh. it's all fear. It, I mean, you could attribute it to laziness, but what happens if you actually succeeded? What does that look like? Yeah. And people are just like, well, I don't know what that looks like, so I'm just going to go back to my little comfort zone over here, and I'm not going to do squat. And you're like, yeah, it's not really how it works. Yeah. So, yeah. I was once asked, so um, Bobby Pyle. Yes. Know, great. Mm-hmm. Retired member of the Chamber of Commerce. Yes. Um, proud grandma. I should state that because oh. that is her favorite job. Yes. Um, so one day she looked at me last summer uh, when we were in the midst of wrapping up Beer Fest and she goes, what are you scared of? 
And I had to actually stop. And I was like, um, the undercurrent of the ocean. Oh, I'm scared of the undercurrent of the ocean. Deep water, deep water, deep water. Well, so like, put me in a lake, put me in a river. No big deal. The current of a river. I actually understand that. I can't see where the water's going in the ocean. No, except in and out because there's that undertide. Uh huh. Yeah, that's what scares me. Mm -hmm. The the undertide in the ocean. Mm -hmm. That's the only thing I could come up with off the top of it. I don't really like to be over 16 feet in the air unless I'm on a chairlift. Because I'm a big skier. Chairlifts don't scare me no matter how high up. Flying doesn't scare me. Okay. I can be on a bridge. It's secure. If I have to go up on a scissor lift and fix a drip line in a greenhouse when there's no baskets, oh, hell no. Mm. Hell no. Yeah, that would probably scare me too. <laughs> yeah. I like, oh. I was tasked a couple of summers ago. Like, so during downtime at the greenhouse, mm-hmm. you get this project list and they're like, okay, you're going to go out and you're going to do this. And so mine was, Checking all the drip lines in um, Teton. Well, now, mind you, Teton, the gutters are 16 feet in the air. That doesn't seem that high up when there's hanging baskets all over. Well, it's empty. It's summer. It's hot. Today, it was like 125 in the greenhouse while it was 82 outside. So, next level hot. I grab my brother. I'm like, hey, will you show me how to run the scissor lift? Like, I got to go up and, pat, you know, check the drip lines. Yeah. So he's like, yeah, let's go. So, as the scissor lift goes up, I went down. <laughs> No, I can't handle this. Yeah. So I then found the stationary ladder, hooked my arm onto the to the railing of it, and did it one handed. The whole because I was I was determined to get the damn job done. I was not scared enough that I wasn't gonna I was gonna pawn my work off on anyone else. Yeah. But I was not running that stupid scissor list. Oh, mm-hmm. hail to the no! So I learned I do not need to be up on tall high things that are above sixteen feet in the air. New. No. My son okay, climbed up a 20-foot water slide on the 4th of July and screamed on his way down. That sounds delightful. And then I never wanted that. to go again. He's like, no, nah, I quit. <laughs> he that, quit. That reminds me of when we took the kids to Lagoon for the first time, and we came out of that. Um, they have that big tower where it comes out and then dips down. Oh, I don't do water. I don't do that. Oh, well, mm. I ended up in the front with my less courageous daughter. Ooh. And uh, she said she's never gone on again. So Jeremiah would do that. I I won't do that. Oh, Brandon would Mm -hmm. do it in a hot second with our other daughter. She's like the courageous one. Mm -hmm. So how this all comes about, right? Actually, I want to know what you're scared of. Mm. So we kind of talked about Mm. this. We won't have to go into it. I'm scared of the dark. Okay. And that comes from something in your past Mm -hmm. that's deep-seated, right? And I, I can't say I've ever been pulled out into the ocean. And I don't have a problem with water. I'm not scared of it. I'm not sure where mine comes from. I think it's an unknown. It's because I'm scared and I don't understand it. Mm-hmm. So, right, so my one of my daughters, I won't call out which one. She will be, she will not be okay with that. <laughs> so, um, boys and girls club in the afternoons has been going swimming. Mm. Well, they have to do a test. Yep, Whether the lab they test. Go, if they can go in the deep end or not. Yeah. Well, one of them passed and the other one didn't. So the, oh. the one who did not pass wanted to stay home or go to her mom's or not go swimming. And I'm like, what the hell's wrong with you? You're 11. You want to go swimming? And I couldn't figure this out at first. She's, she's scared. Mm. And it came down to avoidance and her comfort zone. And so her mom and I kind of like got together and we've got to figure out how to get her out of this fear loop she's in. And so it's been a constant conversation. I'm like, all right, so homie G-Funk. Like, I'll talk to my daughter, like, homie mm-hmm. G-Funk. Like, all right, she's way into puzzles. So mm-hmm. I'm like, great. 
Easy puzzle. How many times does it take? She's like, once. I'm like, okay. Medium puzzle. How many times does it take? It's like two or three. And then I get it. And I'm like, all right, hard puzzle. She's like six or more times. I'm like, this is what what level of puzzle is the situation? And when I did that, she's like, wait, what? And I'm like, no, you're overthinking this. I want to shift your perspective. Swimming across the pool. What puzzle is that? She's like, it's a medium puzzle. What are we scared of? Well, <laughs> failure. What? That's a big part of it. Yeah. Uh, she's very worried about the, what the world thinks of her. Oh, yep. she doesn't know who she is. <laughs> I, so that is actually something I divorced. That's the word I'm going to use. Mm. I, I've divorced that fear. Um, about three, four years ago. Yeah, it was about 2019. I decided that like what other people thought of me was none of my business. And I didn't care. Anymore. That's actually written. On a post-it note in my desk over there. Okay. It says, what people think of you is none of your business. I remind myself often. Yeah. The the, the individual we were talking about yeah. earlier today. Yeah. Um, yeah. That was exactly how I started a conversation. Yeah. Like, what other people think is none of your business. So Who I'm cares? working on it. Getting there. <laughs> I'm filing for divorce. The divorce has not happened. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Not Jeremiah. Not just Jeremiah. To, just to state that. <laughs> Sorry, just to, Jeremiah. Just to state that. No. <laughs> I'm filing for divorce. <laughs> Of other people's judgments of me. Zach, don't make that into a clip where it's just Liz starting out. I'm Zach's filing about for the divorce. Laughing, laughing about this. <laughs> so there's a there's a book I've been reading, uh, The Body Keeps Score, mm. about trauma. I ordered. Oh, God. It's good. It's fire. Mm. Okay. It got here yesterday. Fear is a tunnel. You get scared. You're in a tunnel. What do you do? Well, I wouldn't go in the tunnel because I'm afraid of the dark. <laughs> Okay, so if I if I line the tunnel with Christmas lights, okay, okay, there's, there's lights, <laughs> there's lights in the tunnel. Yeah. The tunnel can be made of white, and it can have Perfect. spectrum coming in. I, I mean, we with can adapt the tunnel for your I'm good. for your concept. But here's a tunnel. Trauma is a tunnel. Mm-hmm. Conflict is a tunnel. All of those things create an aversion in a normal human. What do I do in a tunnel? I run at it. Yeah, because <laughs> I want the hell out of the tunnel. Right. I don't like small spaces. I'm not scared of them, just not my favorite. Yeah, I don't want to go cave um, diving. It, oh, God. Do you watch um, like those movies where they end up going down in and like the idea that your body can only fit through the crevice like barely? Oh, absolutely not. There's a guy in Utah that they just left there. Like he died and they didn't pull him out. Oh, they probably can't get to it. They can't. Oh, we're not going to. So. Okay, yeah, so that's the thing. <laughs> I All get right. it. Got thing. it, got it, got it. Oh, God, I'm going to go Google this. Oh, it's going to be terrible. <laughs> I'm just not going to do that. I'm just not going to do that. <laughs> but yeah, so fear is a tunnel. Eventually, you have to work through it. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like what I tell my kids with like failure. Like, hey, if you don't learn the lesson this time, it's going to return. Mm-hmm. And so you might as well, if you do something wrong, let's learn the lesson. Because if you don't, it's going to return at a time when it's worse, and it's going to be harder, and it's going to be more complex, and there's going to be things you don't like. And so I, I've really been ch- starting this narrative with my daughter, like, discomfort is very important because it's the only place that growth happens. Mm-hmm. And you're, only discom- you're only uncomfortable because it's a state of fear. And it might be a subtle fear. It might be unconscious. It might be extremely vibrant and right in your face, and you're terrified and shaking, or you're literally like, like fight or flight. Like, I'm not doing this. Mm-hmm. I absolutely not. I'm running. And that is okay if that's the lesson you need to learn. Fear is actually really important, though. 
So like it's part of the human function. So your amphibian brain, right? Um, it is kind of the subset of your brain that is created to kind of protect you. Like, oh, hey, there's a cliff. Don't fall off. So you're scared of falling. Mm. Um, hey, there's cars coming really fast. Don't step into the road. Like fear is healthy until it's not healthy. Mm. So have you ever, have you ever read uh, Five Second Rule, Mel Robbins? No. Oh, my gosh. Oh. Fire. Okay, so okay. Her, her whole thing was, so Mel Robbins is um, kind of a motivational speaker, mm-hmm. and um, she's got the five-second rule, the high-five habit. Seems to be this five thing, but her whole thing was, how do you launch a rocket? Five, oh, four, yeah, three, countdown. two, one, blast I'm off, like, right? gas mixes Na- with nitrogen. <laughs> and this. the chemist has yeah. came out. <laughs> and we are building a rocket tomorrow. Um, my grandfather uh, is actually a nuclear engineer. Yeah. We'll get into that one of these days oh, when we, we do the big fun. family yeah. interview. We got to get that on a calendar yeah. now that I think about it. But um, <laughs> so... Zach's keeping us on time, just so everybody knows. We we get flashcards. That very tell us efficient how today. He is. He's on it. <laughs> also, you know, uh, is it Joe Rogan that does on it? Uh, he's got that Alpha Brain supplement, and I take it. Oh gosh, it puts you on point for a while through your morning. It's, Does it's, it? It's a nootropic. Uh, yeah. Can I just to, get it in IV form? Because I might. You can need get that it in drink. Form. I might need in that. powdered form. I, I have think, some samples. I think my last baby ate my brain. <laughs> We're going on total side tangent. Yeah, that's sorry. okay. That's all right. So for those who, who do brain fog, like that's a real thing. Yeah. Because you're, yes. Children suck all the nutrients out of your your thing. Yeah, she gave me five cavities. Like she just sucked it all. Yeah. Like This is why I have no crotch goblins. Yes, I call them crotch goblins. That is when negatives are looking to stand now. I'll have to show you her little chubby legs. She's got no uh, kneecaps. So she is in her amphibian brain yeah. as her brain is growing. Reptilian. And so, well, it can be called amphibian too. <laughs> it's reptilian. An amphibian is a reptile. No? I'm making a terrible reference. So my brain fog just showed up right there. <laughs> this is why we need a dictionary while okay. we do this. Yeah, I'm like, Google. <laughs> Google, look oh, it up. What is this? Where is dictionary.com? <laughs> okay, so the whole idea behind the five-second the, the five rule is your brain has five seconds to talk you out of something. So you're like, mm. gosh, I really need to go clean the fridge. Or, oh, my gosh, I really need to send that email. Or, oh, I have got to get out of bed. I cannot hit this news button again. You have five seconds to make that decision. Oh, that's before your brain convinces you, negotiates it, compromises it, or talks you out of it. So her idea is you say, so it's the intention versus versus action, right? So especially when you're scared, this is really really important to say. All right, five, four, three, two, one, and you move and you go. So mm-hmm. that you are taking those five seconds and you're focused on the counting and then the movement. And it's an action. So you have taken intention and you've given it momentum, right? And so mm-hmm. you've actually following through on everything. So um, when I met my husband, he walked into the greenhouse with two small four-year-olds running around like crazy possessed small demons um, yes, no, that is how I felt about children before I really got to know my lovely <sighs> daughters now. But he walked in with his ex. Uh, they'd been apart for a year. They were good co-parents, though. And they walked into the greenhouse. She was my ad rep for a radio station, and she was supporting us for an Easter event. 
Wow. I looked like a train had ran me over. Like, <laughs> hair was yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Who knows? I might have been out drinking. Then I, God only knows. Piece of a human, not a whole thing. Right. The, the whole kit was not there. We were segmented, right? Yeah. And then this was what probably maybe before Tinder was a hiccup app. Maybe Tinder was a hookup app the whole time, and I just never knew. And um, I was on Tinder. I was single. And I was just Swipe thinking right. off. I, I can't even remember. It was I it don't right? remember if the right. Yeah, or left. I can't remember which it, direction Zach? it was. Zach doesn't know. Oh, Sorry, the tech guy in the room doesn't know which way we swiped. That's okay. <laughs> For those who can't hear Zach, he just said, "I ain't a hoe." <laughs> One of these days. Oh, we're gonna get all the bloopers. That's great. It's great. I ain't a hoe. <laughs> we are in Idaho, though. So that you, was a joke the whole time I was in Ohio. Idaho. By the way, yeah, yes. Yeah, by the way, he's yeah. like, "Where are you from? Where I is it at?" I like know. people, you, I'm yeah. like, "Do you realize, like, like we live in that state? That's like a dead joke." Stop. But um, so I see him on Tinder a couple of days later. I remember when I first saw him, I was just like, "Man, that's it. That's him. That's that's the guy." And I, I thought a, that I shit never happened, except yeah. in storybooks. Like no. hands down, mm-hmm. I knew immediately that was the guy. And I was like, "God, that's I'm crazy. I'm crazy." And I even baited uh, his ex and was like, so your ex is cute. And she's like, yeah, it just didn't really work out. You know, like, and she knew. She knew. To this day, she knows. And then now it's a conversation and we can joke yeah. about it. But, man, I, so I see him on the app and he's got this picture with these two little kids and this big fat face in this picture. It's not a good picture. And I was like, oh, man, am I going to do this? And I had like, all right. I am scared as could be of rejection in this moment. And I had to be like, all right, 20 seconds of insane courage. You're going to do it. And so I messaged him. I was like, so you remember me from the greenhouse? Looking a little rugged, I think was the word I used. (laughs) And I was like, so I kind of think you're hot and we should hang out. Wow. And that was it. We started talking. And now you're married. And now we're married. Wow. And, And I would pick him every day. And you're a mom. And I'm a stepmom, which is terrifying. Bonus mom. Yeah. Yeah, you're a bonus. I call, it, I, I call myself parent number three. Yeah. Yeah, because I am definitely mom. But I, I, so the thing about being a step parent, which scared the living batooties out of me, by the way, terrified of children. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, oh, no, no, mm-hmm. we're not doing that. Um, <laughs> and I have no one, none of my own natural children. And, um, and I can't. I, I'm basically infertile. And that's, probably fine there are plenty of people who have reproductive possibilities Mm -hmm. out in the world i'd like to harvest my eggs though because my brother was a pro athlete my grandpa was a nuclear physicist like i feel like those are good genes yeah yeah you should i should should at one point when you're smart too yeah exactly i mean hyper intelligent oh yeah for the most part you should i have executive function you should freeze those yeah i should yeah or at least sell them or yeah. something. Yeah. Somebody should benefit. Grow and I don't I don't even mosses. really care if they put them in test tubes and grow them in a lab. But I'm all for science. Yeah. And it's a little inhumane. Some, somebody is listening to this going, oh, my God, what a callus. No, that's not, that's <laughs> and that's not what okay. she means, though. <laughs> it's cells. At the end of the day, it's cells. I mean, yes, there's a human behind it, but there could be some killer science there. Like, you could have fun with that. Mm-hmm. There's some interesting things happening. If you ever get a chance, there's a docuseries on... Um, Netflix, it's called The Future Of. Mm. And it's talking about gene editing and what you can do in the future. It's I'm, very interesting. I've kind of watched that other one first that you told me about. Yes. We're not going to talk about we're that. We're not going to talk about that, but there's we're a really good one. That. Zach will tell you when we're done. It's 
very, very good. <laughs> if you see a creative title mm. on Netflix that makes you go, what? Yes. <laughs> it does start with how to. And I'll leave it there. <laughs> I love and, it. Things uh, you're scared of. That is a fear topic, actually. That's a fear actually. topic. That is, is a fear topic. Okay. Ask my husband. <laughs> Don't ask my husband. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, so. Sorry, Jeremiah. Definitely. <laughs> Go on Netflix and search how to and see what comes up. Yeah. It's very interesting. I was very curious and yeah. it was very interesting. But there's I a better a one on now. Seven minutes. Yeah. Left. The, we have the, seven the minutes. The selfie. Left. Let's get back to fear. <laughs> okay. So I I am a person that firmly believes running run at fear. Mm. And I don't practice it always. Like I'm recovering control freak. Mm-hmm. Control comes from trauma in my past. I have to control things mm. because at a one point I had no control. And it scares me. Oh, that's what it is. That's what it is. So I'm glad we're on the couch for this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Falling off some stool or something. Yeah. So I I invite people to say, go, go deeper. Mm. Like if you're scared of something, something gives you anxiety, gives you heart palpitations. Yes. And freaks you out. Like so hyperthyroidism, I have it. And so one of the side effects is rapid heartbeat. So I will be like completely stationary in an Epsom salt path reading my nice little smut novel to relax because I have no other way to unplug my brain from work otherwise. Mm. And I'll be there and all of a sudden I'm 100 beats per minute. And I'm like, what in the actual, what is happening, you know? And it scares me. Mm-hmm. But then I have to rationalize, slow down and be like, all right, hold up. You have control. You have control right now. This is just, this is a moment of time. So I actually ask, um, I ask my kids this, and I, I, it was a practice I, I used to do. So anytime somebody gets freaked out about something, I, I look at myself in the mirror, I look at my daughter, I look at my husband, and I go, will this matter in a year? Will mm. this matter in five years? Will this matter in 10 years? Mm. And when I ask that question, if no is the answer at any point, you're giving it too much power. Mm. You get to take your power back. You get that control back when you make that decision, and you get to mitigate your fear that way. And if you start doing this enough, you start to build the practice, and then things aren't scary anymore. I mean, yeah, you're going to find something else that scares the hell out of you, like birds. I'm not big with birds. They, they have got the pokey beak. My husband loves birds. It's fine. I hate birds. They, they're unpredictable. They're gross. Yeah, it's all right. Everybody's got their thing. Like, I'm, actually I'm cool. I'm cool with snakes. Grudge. I'm cool with snakes. I have a fear of snakes, yeah. but I think they're a fascinating, amazing animal, and I yeah, love studying they them. Don't, they don't freak me yeah. out at all. They'd, I'm the one who kills the spiders in the house. I'm not scared of any of that. I'm not scared of the spiders. The other day, kill. my daughter was like, I need to get my shoe so I can smash it. I was like, you're barefoot. You're fine. Just step on it. It's not a poisonous one. She's like, <laughs> God, my God, here's my slipper. <laughs> I would have hit it barefoot. And I've done that in front of my children. And they're like, you're nuts. Like, my two-year-old has no fear. Yeah, you know, fear something that's yeah. learned, I've decided, and you can unlearn it. Because mm. I used to be scared of the the ski gates. So I used to race junior Olympic downhill skiing. My brother went pro. He was really good. Uh, and I was scared of the gates. I was scared to get hurt. And they're breakaway gates. Mm. So you hit them, and they, they slap down to the ground. So they're not a problem, and they shouldn't hurt. And you actually have padding in your suit to protect you from mm. it. Still scared, though. I'm scared of getting stuck in the snow. And like having it collapse around me. I've had multiple dreams about that. 
So I've never been skiing. I wonder if that's a past life thing. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> we don't have enough time in the podcast yeah, to deal with all my fears. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I think fear is something you get to decide whether you have or not. Mm. But you have to actually put yourself in the driver's seat because otherwise you are in the passenger seat. Mm-hmm. So I don't have homework on this. But actually, no, we could do some homework. Oh, dear. I encourage everybody to um the next time something is scary you need to talk yourself into 20 seconds of insane courage i'm not going in the basement still you don't have to oh good <laughs> i'm gonna get you some kind of light i decided this i'm just gonna, it's gonna be my like house i'm seeing go i'm seeing um beauty and the beast with the little candle oh that's my favorite au revoir what his him and his little french accent what's his name Au revoir? I don't know. I, that is not his name, but um, a little Lumiere. French candle. Huh? Lumiere. Lumiere. There we it's go. It's light So French. I'm going to get you a little funky Lumiere. Okay. Yeah. And okay. then you just take Lumiere and yeah. then you can go down. Okay. And then you need to watch more of that show we were talking or. about because then you'll reinvent <laughs> that space. I'm going to sell my house so I can't reinvent that space. <laughs> That'll be so fun. It might be your selling point. It might be. Buy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Now everybody's going to be like, what in the heck are they talking about? It's going to be great. Yeah. That's we're, the homework for the yeah. week. <laughs> you guys, I'm going to let you know. We are going outside of gardening season. Things are going to shift a little bit. So the next uh, we're actually going to film these back to back and then release them two weeks apart. But yeah. we're going into gratitude next so that's Ooh. the next one on the docket okay and then following gratitude we're gonna start baking and doing salsa oh, and I'm doing some so food excited for the food yeah the next ones the next segments are food but yeah so gratitude's yeah. the next one so okay. with that i invite you to have 20 seconds of insane courage oh, thank you face your fears um fear is all in your head it is actually a myth mm. and it's between your two ears and unfortunately it's what stops most of us and mm-hmm. that's why if it if it was easy, everybody would do it. So face your fears, 20 seconds of insane courage, and uh, go out and live life in full color because uh, plane's pretty boring. Thanks for watching. Bye.